Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We're joined by two funny men, not necessarily joining us to be funny, of course. They joined us to tell about their football club, in the case of Alistair Barry, big Southampton fan. He joined us and uh, talked about the imminent arrival of Jesse Marsh. And Math Brown, a former Brentford player yes. and supporter. He says he was a Brentford player, Paul. I've never and seen him you never seen ball, him play football. Which I brought that up. And uh, he oh, told us about his love of Hertha Berlin and how yes. he became a fan. I'm going to go and uh, after his, he sold that he to got, me yeah. as a trip. We, Absolutely. Uh, we had a chat. We did. You told us about the My football. kids were in, one of them just popped in to see That's us right. then, Paul. I don't know yeah, if that'll you, turn up on the podcast. Your kids, uh, your kids were here, you got some stories about that. And uh, I think that should just about yeah, do Yeah, that's a it, great really? pod. What a podcast that is. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. I love you. Well, there we are. It's it's Valentine's Day. If there's any day to tell you, today is the day. Well, that's very kind of you, Charlie, and I wasn't expecting that. I mean, mean, it's... It's taken you by surprise, I know. You haven't said it back, so now I feel a bit exposed. I knew there was a deep respect, clearly one way. (laughs) Uh, Certainly after the birthday spread last Thursday. Freddie (laughs) Freddie Jones says, I'm surprised Charlie's still working on this show after that performance last Thursday. Five in a a row, Paul. Still not seen that trophy. (laughs) Not had a look at that trophy. That's right, Blind Dave Healy's made us the trophy. We need to pass it back to each other every week. It's sitting in the office. And you can touch it. You can touch can it until okay, that's Thursday nice. when I'll be touched. Well, no, we're having a week off this week. Yeah, a week off. Um, you've got to do a bit of warm weather training. I have. That's right. Warrington. Well, I'm, I'm going to Warrington. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how warm the weather's going to be. But anyway. But no, uh, I wanted. To, I do want to tell uh, the first footballer I ever fell in love with that I still love him. Yeah. That's what I want to say today. And if people want to do that today on the phones, I thought we could have people ringing. It's Valentine's Day, Paul. The first footballer you ever fell, fell in, in love, love with. with. So, look, I had, I had a fling, I've had a fling with Rodney Jack. Have you? I've had a fling with Jamie Reid along the way. I even had a brief thing for Darren Moore right when he played for Torquay in really? defence but the, the 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 man that made me fall in love with football was a footballer <clears throat> called Mark Loram who was a winger for Torquay United and he was absolutely sensational yeah. a brilliant brilliant player switched me onto football Mark I still love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy. Well, what about that? There we I'm are. Sure, he must be feeling fantastic today. So, if you yeah. want, want to tell the the, the first the footballer first, they first fell in, one, made them fall in love with when football they, when they maybe played for their team. Yeah, or, why not? Or anybody, anybody they like. Give us okay. a ring. Go on, let us know and why. Oh three seven one seven double two double three double four. That's right. Or you can talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine, or tweet to TSH and J. Now um, it's half half term, of course. 
and your good lady wife is uh, off filming today. She's filming today, yeah. Makes and it difficult for her to take the kids to work exactly. because they, she in a in a in a kind of costume drama, they can't just appear in shot in the distance. They can't just be in there. She can't just be holding their hands. In their civvies. <laughs> She's walking along with a kind of spotted handkerchief, speaking exactly. to the late Lord and Lady so-and-so in the distance. Isn't then it? there's two Who's kids. That? One's carrying an iPad. <laughs> Wouldn't look very good, would it? Waving at the camera. One's just on his phone. Yeah. Headphones on. That's right. <laughs> so that, 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 that could uh, very much upset the production manager. Exactly, yeah. So I've had to bring the kids to work. Is that, is that or don't do the job, Paul? And I yeah. love the job and I had to tell you I love you. So, you know, I wonder why you were crying. I had to work today. You brought the kids to work. Your two kids are with us today. I can't see it going wrong. Did did you ever go work with your dad, Paul? I used to go and work with my dad, Jerry. He'd have me, um, I was like cheap labour. He'd have me up the chimneys. I'd go and do a job with him and he'd say, um, just scrub those walls down or, you know, do a bit of that. Just sand that door down. Yeah. I mean, give me a few quid. Oh, would he? He'd chuck you some money. Chuck me an extra bigger pocket money. But yeah, he used to take me to work and do do stuff like that. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? So, I mean, uh, what about your, we would love to know your stories of taking the kids to work or being taken to work as a kid. Uh, Some interesting tales. We're expecting no dramas today. Your two are very, behaving themselves brilliant. They're sat next door. What nice children. In the gallery, yeah, they are. They're a credit to you, Charlie. But my daughter's already given you. A, a, an She's idea come up with a brilliant spread, idea, brilliant idea for the which I won't spread. float on air because Andy might not like it. She changed make, the format. I want to make her cry. She's come up with a brilliant idea, <laughs> a really good idea to uh, to move it on. So anyway, we'll be doing it. Ten degrees one. here in Warrington today. Oh, yeah, well, that's good to hear. Be sure. I'm just, be shirt when, sleeves. <clears throat> um, Super League starts on Thursday. Warrington leads. We're doing a show from uh, the stadium. And Stuart Pearce is going to join us, a big Warrington fan. He's going to be there for the games as we're going to go to the match in the evening. We're looking forward to that. And so we'll kick off uh, Super League um, on Thursday live in Warrington. Going to be a bit wet and a bit colder, I understand, okay. that Warrington uh, listener. Jimmy Greaves made made me fall in love with oh. Spurs and the beautiful game says, Matt, the Spurs yeah, fan. Are, yeah, I was thinking of mine. My first team that I saw a lot of would have been... Um, I did see Jimmy play. I saw yeah. him and Cliff and uh, and that sort of era, but I was a bit young then. Okay. So I suppose the era, my era, was probably. So the one I I, I I still keep in touch with him now and again. Yeah. The legend is Steve Perryman, the skipper, because he was oh, a yeah. young player. Yeah. Coming through at that sort of stage, I suppose Steve was the kind of touchstone. Yeah, they all seemed so much older when I was young. I'd look at my favourite player was Mike England because I played centre half and I just yeah, I love yeah. Mike. But big cheer, Alan Gilzean, all. Those players were the first ones I really watched. Pat Jennings, yeah, but Steve felt Steve like was the one. he was kind of nearer my age. So I'd say the skipper. There we I'd are. say Stevie P. So and, you, and, you, and you've got his number. You still ring him now and again. Now and again. We well, often just little friends reunited. He often, DMs, contact, it, Paul? he often contacts me if he wants to vent. Oh, he'll hear something on the station <laughs> and he'll just he'll vent uh, which I'm always I'm always happy to be a sounding board for him he's, he's an absolute legend so yeah let us know this afternoon yes uh, the man who made me fall in love with football was Chris Hargreaves oh, Charlie will remember really? him from yes. his Torquay days long beautiful hair a battling yeah. midfielder Tarzan. what a man Tarzan is that what they called him yeah and he scored at Wembley for us amazing yeah good, Dan the Oxford fan that was yes um, yes Matthew Lowe says I played in the same Torquay team as Darren Moore oh, and Mark Lawrence Good team, Matthew. Yeah, I remember you, Matthew. I think you were, yeah. were you a keeper, Matthew. I think you were. I Fantastic. think you were a keeper. 
So um, he's a keeper. That's a Tim. Oh, he's a, that's a Tim. <laughs> yeah, my wife's got massive hands. She's yeah. a keeper. She's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is one. Of Tim's. I think it's something like. But it will be attributed to Tommy Cooper when, in fact, it was Tim's joke. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now remember that little period when the Bundesliga came back during yeah. lockdown before the Premier League, and uh, you were thinking, "Oh, how many more sleeps is it before <laughs> Dortmund play Freiburg?" <laughs> Um, yeah, we all, we all went a bit mad, obviously. Um, but for some fans, they stuck with it yeah. and they adopted a club. Well, I say some fans, yeah. one fan and his friend. <laughs> uh, but he may not have been alone. Here's a former Brentford player. He's yeah, on the easy. coaching staff of the late yeah. Gerard Houllier as well. He says all this. I've never seen him kick a ball, Paul. I've really? been friends with Matt for years, I'd say probably 10, 15 years. Never seen him kick a ball. So it could all be rubbish. Okay, well, let, well we'll take him at his word currently. Math Brown joins us, comedian, Brentford fan, former Brentford player. Hi, Math. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hello. <laughs> Never, I mean, why would you if you're on stage at the comedy store? Oh, no, no you can't just have a ball lobbed at you. It's like, you could do that, Charlie. You could follow Maff around like yeah, that yeah. bloke does with Buzz Aldrin with a Bible saying, Swear on this, you win. You can throw a ball at him. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't, treasure touch. If he doesn't control it, if he doesn't chest it, fire it at him, chest high. And if, anyway, we won't do that to you, Maff. Um, so, yeah, this is a lovely story, actually, wasn't it? I kind of set, I set it up for you there. And uh, you yeah. decided, you and a pal decided to adopt a team to make it a bit more interesting well that's exactly what happened yeah i mean obviously it was the uh the depths of the pandemic and uh it was one thing that we all had to look forward to well football fans anyway was uh the games and we'd been to berlin on a just a trip like a four-day trip so we, we picked her to berlin and then became massive loyal fans for about four weeks maybe <laughs> <laughs> ultras are you yeah. still looking out for their results? I mean, or have you, is that... Well, you is do it? every now and again. You do every now and again. But it was... When we knew we were going, we looked at the table and we we saw they were second from bottom. Mm. So our expectations were incredibly low. But my, my, what a game we went to. So they won 4-1. And I've seen... I saw one of the best goals live I've ever seen. It was an incredible experience, I must say. But yeah, so that's that's the story behind it. That's why we went. So we, during lockdown, we watched the games together over Zoom and... Um, you know, sort of plan one day that, you know, when all this is over, we'll go and see a game live. And we finally got around to it this weekend, just gone, yeah. The Bundesliga experience is a good one, mainly because uh, as the picture shows that you sent out you and your friend, uh, you can have a pint within view of the pitch. <laughs> it's quite civilised, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Like the old days. Not only can you have a pint, they come round and fill your cup for you. You don't have to move. Oh. They come round with a bloke with a, like a tank on his back and it's they're just fire it straight into the cup. It was an amazing experience. And I have to say, the stadium, it's a huge stadium. It's like 75,000 mm. seater. And so we went on a tour the day before and found out all the information about the, the club. But it felt so big, like there was going to be no atmosphere in this game whatsoever. And it was like, I don't know, maybe three quarters full. And it was an incredible, incredible atmosphere. The, the home fans were exceptional. The away fans didn't stop throughout the whole 90 minutes. Uh, honestly, one of the best experiences of live football I've ever had. You might not want to answer this bit, Math, but this is the sort of story you'll normally hear is, oh, you know, we were playing Carlisle away and it was cheaper for me to fly to Berlin yeah. and watch her to Berlin and back. Mm. Uh, what did it cost? No, yeah, it's expensive, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but mainly because I've got big taste when it comes to hotels. Yeah, right, so, okay, yeah. Yeah, so what, yeah. Was the flight expensive? Was, was, no, no, the flight was all right. Yeah. It was right now an easy jet, you know, classic... Uh, Cheap flights, but um, yeah, the, the whole experience wasn't that bad. It was about five hundred quid, if you want to be honest. Okay, that's and not too bad. How weekend. much was the ticket? Ticket was cheap, like for thirty-five euros, I think. Oh, that's pretty, pretty good. good isn't it? And yeah, did yeah. did any Hertha fans find out your story? Did you get a chance to tell your story while you were there? 
Well, we told everyone who would listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not, not many people were interested. Um, but no, we, again, we, we spoke to the tour guide and they worked for the club and they were very interested. And they said they'd mention it uh, on their social media, but I've no idea if they have. Um, mm. but it was a lovely, honestly, I can't recommend it enough for anyone who wants just a weekend away. Herta Berlin's incredible. Yeah. I mean, because it can be. I mean, if you want to go to Bayern, it's difficult to get tickets. I think Dortmund's much the same. But you know, maybe you've got to go to... One of the clubs that maybe aren't as glamourable yeah. as our old mate Stuart Pierce would say, and uh, <laughs> I think it's a good choice. Yeah. I think it's a good good choice of uh, club to go and watch, isn't it? Really yeah, good. they don't play in the Olympic Stadium, do they? Not the old yeah, infamous. Oh, they really? I mean, that the yeah. stadium's got an incredible history, obviously a very dark history, of course. And you can re- you can really feel that on the tour yeah. because, uh, to be honest with you, the tour was me, my mate, and one other English bloke, and that was it. So. Yeah, right. uh, and see, and the other the other guy, bless his cotton socks, was asking all sorts of strange questions and find <laughs> odd things that, that I won't go into to now. Yeah. But um, she dealt with it superbly. But it's a real, honestly, it's a bit of an eerie, eerie place mm. to be, especially when it's completely. Empty. It's all the kind of statues around and busts of things, and it? it's like it's, it's architecturally, it's quite amazing, isn't it? It's very odd, and it doesn't mm. feel like a football stadium at all. So mm. when you're there, you can't get any drinks or food in the stadium. You sort of have to go back out of the stadium, and so there's a massive field around it. And it obviously it was designed around the Olympics at thirty six. Thirty six, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, so the whole thing is still the Olympic Village. So the swimming pool is right next to it, but it's an open air swimming pool. Um, and it, there's so you can just feel the history when you as you walk into the, towards the stadium. There's two massive columns with the Olympic symbol above it, mm. and it's really moving. Mm. Sounds a great way to. Well, that's the way really to do it. Year, I mean, Berlin's yeah. a good city. That's the way to do it. Go and see Hertie. You'll get tickets. They're not expensive. You can have a pint. They even come around and fill it up for. Blimey, you've said it's like the Hertie Tourist Board. I'm going. I've just booked it while you've been talking. Yeah, and then they, I suppose the dream is, of course, Brentford getting to Europe, and they they draw Hertha in uh, in whether it's the conference, the UEFA, who knows, maybe even the Champions. Now League. you've got a stadium with absolutely no history, Math. <laughs> so, do you know what? It's it feels like home, Charlie. So don't you be screwed <laughs> And also, I heard that dig as well about you've never seen me play football. I can assure you, these are all true facts. <laughs> sure Isn't, haven't, you, haven't you turned out for the comedians, the Edinburgh comedians team? No, I've done that a few times. Yeah, Omid yeah. Jalil used to have a team in the soccer sixes. You know the thing that, uh, like the music industry, we have a comedian yeah. team in that. Played against Soccer AM. We've played against yeah. Westlife. That's a good ringer. Oh. He's, he's a good ringer. He would be, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a shock. Oh, he's quite handy. Oh, yeah, you know, he's played for Brentford, you know, works yeah. at Liverpool. That's always about goes three, down. About three stone ago, I was a good ringer. <laughs> Actually, if you're ever in Kingston area, especially, Math runs a club on a, is it Monday night still, Math? Yeah, Called out, night, yeah. Outside the Box. Not in Jamaica, the, the one in, no, uh, no, no, in no, no, Surrey. Yeah. Yeah. Called Outside the Box. Yeah. And it's often Math comparing. He's absolutely brilliant at that, and he's he's brilliant uh, comedian. But he'll also get some big names, proper big hitters down right. there, trying out, running out new stuff for any telly they're in that oh, week or that's something that's outside the box in Kingston what nights you, you got your, your club uh, nights in Muff? that's every Monday yeah in Kingston upon Thames. Mm. so thanks for that Charlie it's uh, it's good fun and we've got Susie Ruffle this Monday and Romesh I think the week after so, oh wow uh, yeah. there we are look at that then nice, there we are that's two big names for you uh, Math, good to talk to you thanks very much for joining us thanks for having me cheers boys all cheers the best Math Brown there comedian Brentford fan, former Brentford player. So, yeah, Herta. Have you been to Berlin before? I've been to That's Berlin. Good, I've had some gigs in Berlin. It's fantastic. City, yeah. I absolutely love it. But that sounds like a, a good yeah. way of doing a bit of history. Yeah. A bit of no, the Olympics at the tour. The Olympics, let go and see a match. And then a match. Yeah, perfect. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Let me apologise first to Darvel. I said earlier, I, I, I mistook the what word. What have you said now? I mistook the word um, two 
and buy. So oh. what I should have said was uh, capacity was reduced by 1,000, not to 1,000. Oh, okay. It was 2,700 there. I do apologise for uh, for getting that wrong. Um, you're also telling us about uh, going to work with your parents. Yeah. Gab Cancello says, I only went to work once with my dad. I ended up sitting outside his manager's office reading shoot while he negotiated a pay rise and various other members of staff brought me orange squash crisps and biscuits. So yeah, there we very are. Nice, very nice. Very nice. Day out. I've got my children with me here today. My daughter was telling you that the tooth fairy, a front tooth fell out last That's week. That's right. And I and, asked and how the, much the tooth fairy pays yeah. out these days. And, and, she, and, you, and you, was, you sounded disappointed when she said 50p. 50p. I mean, what's happened to the tooth fairy? 50p. You're saying it's the cost of living crisis. It's cost of living crisis, About Paul. seven or eight years ago this came up, and I can't remember why, and we did ask the listeners, what was the going rate yeah. for the tooth fairy? When okay. I was a kid, mm. when, whenever he or she, yeah. they, came along. Yeah, yeah, sure, came it's along, probably, yeah, it's probably, yeah, it's probably you know, they. I'm not going to make any uh, judgments. Don't get in, into that discussion. Not, <laughs> that's a minefield. <laughs> A3717, the tooth fairy. So anyway, um, when I was a kid, f- 5p... Or we went up to 10p as I, as I got that little bit older and my teeth were falling out. That feels low, doesn't it? 5p. Um, well, so I was, first, I was, this was a long five time. penny juice. And he got a groat when his teeth fell out. <laughs> got a florin. So, yeah, 50p, that's what it was, 50, Paul. Yeah. That's okay. what they left. Uh, well, I think the going rate six years ago was a pound. I was just asking uh, Jake and Charlotte, a pound, mate. So uh, the, if the t- I think the two fairies should come back, towel between their legs uh, <laughs> and give another 50p out at least. Whoever the tooth fairy is in your house, I think the is tooth fairy's done a good job. Is a I think the tooth mate. fairy has managed expectations for the future. Now, Charlie, there's nothing in the kitty. That we can't do any more signings. <laughs> okay, tooth enough. fairy's just got the Southampton job. Yeah, I wonder when like footballers get their teeth knocked out during a game. Like yeah. if one of the uh, Paris thought about one of the talkie players gets kicked in the mouth, yeah. and he's at home there. Does yeah. Gary come in? Does the manager come in? Maybe put. I'd like to think he puts a pound up. I bet, bet Gary puts a pound no, under the pillow. That's nice. In the Gulls Lodge. Joe Jordan, the one that was in the news today, of course, when uh, Gennaro Gattuso made the great mistake of taking him on, not realising what he was dealing with. No, yeah, um, yeah. And all that back in 2011 when we played uh, in the San Siro. But um, Joe, of course, had a few missing. I wonder if you know, the old managers of the past were going to slip a little. Yeah. Quid under the pillow. Nice. Anyway, um, you asked us today, Charlie. Yes, because uh, it's Valentine's Day. Who are the uh, who are the players? Who is the player that made you fall in love? Yeah, I was telling you about Mark football. Mark Loram, Brixham's own Mark Loram, who was, yeah. the, was a winger for Talk United in the eighties and I think yeah. early nineties, and was just the beautiful silky skills. Paul went to QPR for a bit and then came back to Torquay and just made you fall in love with watching the game. You yeah. know, he was the player, and I asked, who made you fall in love? With football, and we have had a, a, a flood of replies. Paul. We have. Let's have some of the best of them now, shall we? Well, this comes from Terry in Portsmouth. Um, Trevor Brooking, I love him. He was literally my boyhood idol as a West Ham fan. Happy Valentine's Day, Sir Trevor, says Terry in Portsmouth. Beautiful Terry, thank, thank you, Terry. Hi, guys. I first fell in love with Steve Potts, yeah. the West Ham right back when I was a young lad. My dad used to take me over there. Steve Potts had such a beautiful face and a Lego-like haircut. Lego-like hair. What a beautiful man. That's from Jack the Hammer. Yes, he... Uh, what about this one? This one from, comes from Kevin. He said, Sammy Lee made me fall in love with football. 
he was the only other scouser with ginger hair I knew. Yeah, so there well. it, it, he spoke to him. Did Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you, Kevin, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day to, uh, to you. King Kenny Dalgleish made me fall in love with football. So much that I wanted Scotland to beat England as a seven-year-old still makes me shudder now. Close to home, it was the salmon. Kevin Hill for Talk United. I didn't ask for that, but we'll stick with Kenny Dalgleish there. Okay. Come on, Kevin. Keith says, I fell in love with Ian Snowden when he was at Leeds. Been suffering ever since. Oh, so beautiful. Wow, Frank yeah. Stapleton made me fall in love with football when he signed for Manchester United, says Jason, the Manchester United fan. The way he scored goals with his head was superb. Whenever me and my mates played headers and volleys and when the ball came over, you'd shout, Stapleton! Uh, in the guise of Brian Moore before sticking it away. So beautiful. he's beautiful. Thank you for that. Beautiful. Uh, happy St. Valentine's Day. This is John Appleby. It says, my winger, uh, uh, my love was for a winger called uh, Steve Stevie Halliday played for Hartlepool United. The king of the left wing. What a player. Yes, beautiful. Thank you, John. Thank you for that. Thank I fell John. in love with Ian Cambridge when I was 11 years old. He was a maverick striker playing for my local club, Chelmsford City. And he clearly could have played in the Football League. Pure class at the time. He was probably younger than I am now. I just can't comprehend that, says Dave in Chelmsford. Thank you, Dave. Uh, first player I fell in love was Brian Marwood yeah. on the wing for Hull City at Boothbury Park. Boothbury Park. What a player. That's Dan, the Hull City fan. Thank you, Dan. Very nice. Stevie Coppell says, uh, Robin was the first of my many MUFC true loves. They're a bit smitten with Casemiro. Oh, I can yeah, understand you, that. Really. Uh, the man who made me fall in love with football is Alan Devonshire. Yeah. A lot of now, West Ham, now, of course, isn't it? Maidenhead manager, of course. West Ham player in the 80s. Silky smooth on the ball, long flowing locks. Graham, West Ham fan. Thank you. Nearly there. First player I fell in love with was Brian Marwood on the wing for Hull City. We've Beasley had it. We've had that. Oh, we've had, had that one. Two, Sorry. Two, two of them. A lot of love for him. Stevie Coppel. We've had that we've one done as well. that one. That's it. And there I think we that's are. it. We had a Lovely. few more. Wow. But thank you for all Fell in love with football watching Charlie Cook in the 70s. Thank you. Yeah. Wingers. See, you do fall in love with wingers. People fall in love with wingers. That's not many goalkeepers. Happy Valentine's Day. No. no one ever fell in love with a goal. You notice that no goalkeepers came up. <laughs> Steve Grizovich. Yeah, nobody made me fall in love with football. Yeah, what, what, I mean, if you are a goalkeeper, <laughs> maybe you would. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Be Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Oh, in the trucker said, uh, oh, yeah. going to work with, with uh, your folks. I remember going to work with my dad, who was a truck driver oh, when I was it? around six. Or I can imagine that would be quite, yeah, quite glamorable, it. wouldn't it? It'd be good sleeping wouldn't? in the cab, Paul. I remember Lovely. hiding under blankets and behind curtains. Yeah. When going into quarries and docks, oh. I had the best time. And now I'm a truck driver myself. He stayed oh, in the business. Fantastic. Tremendous. I mean, oh, lovely. Yeah, it left an impact on you, clearly. Always looks cosy, didn't it, Paul, in that cab on? Yeah. Like in a lay-by on the A34. Um, somebody has put, not put their name on this, but they've put it all in capital letters. Mm-hmm. So you feel duty-bound yeah. to say, My mum used to take me potato picking and cleaning with her. <laughs> There we well, are. Put your name on it. You do have to shout it in the Owen Meany style if it's in capital letters. Yeah. You have to. Hey, Paul and Charlie, watching Arsenal v Southampton in 2000 at Highbury and caught one of the two teeth knocked out of Tahar El Kalesh. Kalesh? Yep, Kalesh. Yeah. In an aerial challenge with Sylvia, with, with, can't speak, need new teeth, with Sylvia and Will Tord. Yeah. So we may have had to leave a note for the tooth fairy explaining the situation to get 50p. There we are, Barry yeah. Donegan. Professional footballers' tooth, so probably worth, these days, probably worth quid. about three or four grand, aren't A few they? quid, yeah. Yeah, I suspect there's a few in Turkey. That's, that's an odd piece of memorabilia. We'd have that Just, in yeah, the museum yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of uh, the, the, the the sort of twisted wing of the National yeah, Football you've Museum. Got all those written down. We've got some good... Steve Perryman's boiler. fillings were there. Were they? Uh, someone was a dental... based Someone whose uh, wife was a dental nurse. Steve had some fillings taken out. And uh, she said, oh, I'll take them home from my husband. So somewhere he's got some of Steve's fillings. There we are. Nice. I don't, know if, I don't know if I'd want to see those. Bit creepy. Do you want to see Steve Perriman? No. <laughs> Come in, I've got them. They're on a plinth in the I living room. See, I don't want to see them, mate. I don't want to... <laughs> so, uh, Southampton, um, we await the white smoke from St Mary's. Uh, are going to appoint Jesse Marsh, recently sacked by Leeds, uh, as their new manager. Uh, we thought we'd get the thoughts uh, of a Southampton fan. Yeah. Comedian Alistair Barry joins us. Alistair, good afternoon. Hey, Alistair. Hello, lads. How are you? Yeah, yeah good, we're good. not too bad. So uh, it seems insane to me. <laughs> Charlie's not sure. I mean, uh, but it seems that we were talking to Alex Crook earlier on, and the feeling I heard from Southampton fans on Jim's show earlier on, on Jim and Simon's show, and he was quite upbeat about the appointment. What are you thinking? Well, I like the use of the word "white smoke" because we're yeah. clearly waiting for some sort of miracle to happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's kind of, I think the general feeling is, why not? I mean, there's a, so many names, so many names coming up that we were, I mean, Lampard, oh God, no. Gerard, please no. Rooney, almost yes, just because he hasn't disappointed yet in mm. the same way the other two mm. have. Um, but Jesse Marsh, I mean, the thing is, who are we going to get? I mean, we were all very excited about Dyke. We could have gone to Sean Dyke, could have been yeah. a brilliant saviour. We all thought that after his first game in charge of Everton. And then after last night, we all went, oh, dodge one there. So <laughs> It's a cruel you know, business, football. Yeah, it doesn't well, take much. Is it one bad result? We're so fickle. And obviously, we've got, I mean, Jesse Marsh has been out of work eight days. He is yeah. the Suella, very much the Suella Braverman of the <laughs> Premier League. Now. But then, having said that, he is obviously replacing the Liz Truss of the Premiership. <laughs> so, it's, I mean, it's been insane. And I have to say, the thing is, we're actually not playing bad football. I went to St Mary's to see the uh, first leg of the Caribou mm. Cup. And we do play quite good football. It's just that we can't seem to play it in a burst of 90 minutes. We play like... <laughs> 
15 minutes here, second half against Newcastle in the second leg. We'd already mm. given the game away. But, you know, we've got new signings. We've got Suleiman, we've got Alcaraz, who scored against Wolves. And maybe, you know, he'll get rid of Bednarek, who also scored against Wolves, yeah. but for Wolves. Beautiful bit of slapstick. You don't see slapstick <laughs> comedy. Like Post-Chaplin, you don't no. see a lot of slapstick like that. That was beautiful, wasn't it? It was really lovely. His legs were just that kind of weird kind of party trick your dad used to do yeah. in the mid-70s, wasn't it? It was, uh, yeah, and he's not the most popular. It was like really bad football freestyling, wasn't it? It was <laughs> yeah. just, You thought any minute now he's going to flick that up in the air and balance it on his head, but he, he didn't. It was, it was I suppose, of, I suppose they're thinking. Utter, sorry, one of those moments of utter slow motion. Where it was, yeah. It actually took about 10 minutes for an own goal to be scored, even though you knew the second it started, it was going to end up over the line. Yeah, that's true. Was, yeah. when I, luck, I suppose their thinking is, well, he kept leads up. So he might well, keep what, us up. You know, what would suppose... be genuinely hilarious hmm. is if we stayed up and Leeds went down. Yeah, well, uh, you, I, you might we, that, we, yeah. we have a mutual friend, Charlie, Freddie Quinn, who's a big yes. football fan, and uh, he I, I can't actually repeat what he said he would no, do. I don't think he can with Freddie, no. No, but <laughs> he, he was going to tear a part of his anatomy off and wave it above his head in glee oh. if, we, if we stayed up and Leeds went down. And I, no disrespect to Leeds, but I would find That's, that That sounds quite disrespectful. Amusing. From Leeds' well, point yeah. of view, I would imagine Jesse Marsh got come, some kind of payoff from Leeds and he probably would have got it incrementally until he got another job. Mm. So I'm sure the hierarchy there are thinking, happy days, we can spend yeah, that on yeah, something true, else. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it was going to be interesting to see what Nathan Jones spends his payoff on. But um, from <laughs> yeah. from what I gather from the Guardian today, it might be a new uh, table tennis table for Luton. I don't know if you. There's a fantastic article by Jonathan Liu in the Guardian today about mm. how mad Nathan Jones was, and you know, bless his heart, he didn't yeah. he didn't ever feel cut out for the job. Didn't quite I work. Well, I mean, I maybe was... the low point of the whole reign was when David Squires from the Guardian last week uh, compared him with. Um, with, uh, oh, my mind's got Paul Sykes, of course, the infamous oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sharks. The infamous scene, the Paul Sykes Having... documentary. Yeah. It's not I, shark I, I, infested. I, yeah. <laughs> Although I wonder if comparing him to Liz Truss might be an even lower low. Yeah, you know, it could well be. Now, um, you join us um, uh, for Celebrity Combination Lock, the game show that's sweeping the nation. Yeah. Um, oh. We'll explain all in a moment, but let's, let's, let's get into the game, shall we? Celebrity Combination Lock with your hosts, Paul Hawksby and Lock Keeper, Charlie Baker. Yes, like all great quiz shows, it's a simple game. Uh, our assistant producer, Jamie, has, uh, has got his kit, his oh, gym kit in a locker. It in there. And it's, it's fetid, it's rank. Yeah. It's almost oozing out the side of the locker. It's because he can't remember the combination. Don't knock the lock, Paul. What don't we knock? The lock. The lock. There it yeah, is. There there we are. A few Lovely. more people in to do that. Um, <laughs> a bit sad, really. Um, and uh, the idea, we're going to ask you for four numbers, basically. Yeah. Alice. We'll give you a little bit of help to try and open the lock, though, Jamie, and get that kit out and put it yeah. quickly into a washing machine or set light to it, I would think, after <laughs> after all this time. Look at some of the names that have played it. Tommy Walsh off Ground Force. Actor, City fan, Kel Spellman. Martin Fire, rugby league legend. John Richardson, comedian. Al Murray, the pub landlord. Rob Orton. 
comedian. Lloyd Griffith, comedian, there's a thing. The great Chesney Hawk singing sensation. Joe yeah. Wilkinson and David Earl. Bob Mortimer. Yeah. Reese James. Ray Bradshaw. John Ketley, weatherman. Josh Widdicombe. And last week, Sue Pollard. A high, point, is a high point last week. Sue Pollard off Heidi High. So um, the closest anyone has ever been was Rob Orton. So uh, this is what Rob went with. He went with, he got three numbers in the correct place when he went with 0336. 0336. So, uh, can you give us your four numbers, please, Alistair? 6336. 6333. Okay, we'll just put those numbers okay, in, Paul. Here we go. Let's, let's find into, the, into the lock. Here we go. ourselves what the numbers Six. are. Three, three, six. Okay, let's put those into okay, the lock, Charlie, in. please. Here we are. Bit of tension. Put them in. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's, it. That's the music. Okay. There it is. There, there's there the lock. Yeah, going yeah. in the lock. That's it. Here we go. Okay, here we are. Six, three, three, six. <laughs> Does it open the lock, Charlie? No. Oh. 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 What a good effort, though. A lovely effort. What a shame. It isn't six, three, three, six. Let's find out how many of those... And we may get the music again, but let's find out how many of those were right. Two. 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 Right. And um, in the correct order, in the correct, correct place. order, in the correct place. Two. Two. Okay. Yeah, well, look, Alistair, knows. thanks for playing. Yeah, I'm afraid to, you know, Torremolinos, you won't be going there for two weeks. Uh, oh, well. The his and hers heated rollers, you yeah, won't be taking them home with you. No so, need for that, mate, as you no, know. No, no, no. <laughs> the lifeboat. Not a cheap jibe, honestly. <laughs> That's not what I meant at all, but maybe I should have come up with something different. The decanter. The decanter oh, yeah, that'll set. That'll do it. The de- the decanter set and glasses, at which point you tell me you don't drink. So it's it's actually getting worse. Um, Well, good to talk to you, Alistair. Thanks very much. What are you up to at the moment? Gigging, I take it? Uh, I'm gigging this weekend. I'm at uh, the world-famous Banana Cabaret and Ballam and the City Comedy Club. So uh, anyone in the area, do come and join us. Fantastic. Uh, All the Leeds fans, uh, having heard you say you want them to go down, I'm sure they'll be in the front row. They'll turn up, yeah. Not not that many of them in Ballam. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks very much, Alistair. Thank you. Pleasure. Pleasure, lads. Alistair Barry there, comedian and Southampton fan. 6-3. It it rolls on. I mean, is is it rumbling on, Paul? A listener, a very irate listener, gets in touch every week and he starts off... God this sake. is the number. He knows what it is. <laughs> he knows what it is, and he gets very annoyed that no one goes yeah, for it. Well. But uh, I'm sure he'll be in touch. He's probably been in touch already. Don't When's someone going to say it? What's wrong with these people? Uh, but it's not. Sadly, it's yeah. not civilian. No, cele- it's celebrity combination. Maybe, lock. maybe next time round, maybe we'll be civilian combination lock. We could do that. Yeah, we could do that. It doesn't quite, I mean, it doesn't quite have the... Yeah. Why don't you like normal people, Paul? I do like Why normal people. Why do you only people? like celebrities? But this is a celebrity format. It was born as a celebrity format it until it it's run out of <laughs> legs, die as well. which many people think it did after week two. <laughs> um, we'll keep... But for now, that was Celebrity Brilliant. Combination Lock. Join us same time next week for more Celebrity Combination Lock. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I was told to take the top off a Coke bottle to get in the home park. 
But for some reason, they let a bloke into Pompey with a five-pound metal hammer. <laughs> what they they do. A, a bell. They bring in a, a bell. Oh, sorry, not a hammer. A bell. What bell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why would you take a hammer to a football match? <laughs> well, what made me think of a hammer? Sometimes a, in the seventies, you never it was, know. Yeah, it was a bell. Of course, he uh, takes old John. I don't know if he still takes it in. Is he still? Is, taking it, it? is it a different John? Because talking yeah. had a had a, a bell ring. It's City. John City. Bartlett. Bartlett's bell. Come on, you lady. Shut up, Bartlett. Is that what people used to <laughs> shout? Okay. Take the bell off him! No, I never knew that. Yeah, all that just shouting. City had a, had a lady used to ring a bell as well, didn't oh. they? Back in the day. Off the Were they letting it happen? We had, we had one at Tottenham, I just remember. Yeah. We had a drummer and we had someone who used to ring a bell. It was all the rage. Well, back everyone in the took day. a bell in. Yeah. It's not really in keeping with the brand of all these Premier League clubs, is it? They kind of shiny, <laughs> top level, you know. Uh, yeah. Flash sponsors corporate club, yeah, and then you've got a bloke standing in the corner, dang like a town crier with a bell. Yeah, they took away. The, we couldn't have the drummer at Tottenham anymore. They took mm. him away, so which was a great shame. Um, anyway, um, I had every single M and M taken off me at the Barclays Centre in Brooklyn, going to see a Nets basketball game oh. after visiting the M&M store. The M&M store. Those massive M&M stores. I do not understand. Ever been in the one in in, uh, in uh, Leicester Square, Paul? Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, well, yeah. What is the point in that shop? I don't know. Tell it's, me. It's still there. The people love the M&M's that cheap. much. It's clearly working, isn't it? Someone's Some, making a living. I do, I do not get it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. I'll do it all again with Andy tomorrow. You're back on Thursday, Charlie. I'm not back on Thursday, oh, Paul. No, you're you're in Warrington. We're I'm in Warrington. I've got a rare Friday with you, you're which back is on nice. Friday. Get to do yeah. all the nice, fun things on a Friday. Marvellous. We'll have a clip special and all that. So, uh, yeah, uh, Charlie back on Friday. No spread this week. Well, a slightly different one live from Warrington, but we'll tell you more about that nearer the time. But for now, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.